Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. These cheeseburgers are absolutely incredulent. Bob, would you agree? Yeah. I had my mouthful, sorry. You go with the whole works on your cheeseburger, huh? Onion, tomato, everything, lettuce. Ron, how do you dress up a cheeseburger over there? And you have a diet Dr. Pepper, which I'm yeah. jealous of. Cheeseburger, cheese, uh, cheeseburger, lettuce, onion, tomato, ketchup, mayonnaise, the whole deal. Yeah, I like that. Um, and the fries are good, aren't they, Bob? You gotta love fries. That's the one thing that over no matter what sort of taste you have, for. You know, foo foo food, whatever kind of food you're talking about, fries are fries. They're always good. Let's listen to the rest of Kenny Pickett, shall we? Let's go back to the beginning, the first question, because it seemed like he wanted to get some things off his chest here about the idea that has been floated out there by some Steeler reporters, or I should just say media people in general, that he did not want to dress at all, not even be the emergency person for the game the emergency quarterback he wanted to address that right away hopefully this answers a lot of things before it gets started i saw reports out there that i feel like we're attacking you know my character and how i am as a person not even getting into a player standpoint of it um there was no talk of me being a backup quarterback this week in terms of being a two um if i was healthy enough to play and the trainers and coaches felt like i would look good enough to play i was going to start and play um, if they believed that I was not, which they believed I was not, I was not going to dress and suit up for the game. Um, so whoever reported that, I don't know where it started. Um, it's kind of crazy what people were write and put out there um, to try to you know, prove their point or help their standpoint or their careers and, and what you guys do. Um, but, you know, disappointing to see that um, without any proof or basis of it. So this week I'm now the two. They feel good four weeks out of the surgery uh, for me to dress and be the two. So I will be the two and do what I have to do to be ready to go for Baltimore. Very quickly off that again, uh, Mike Tomlin has basically butchered the quarterback situation since Ben left, in my not-so-humble opinion, by not opening it up for Pickett right off the bat last year, by suddenly, without warning, ripping Trubisky out and putting Pickett in, by apparently by re-signing Mitch and putting him ahead of Mason, by not going to Mason when he could have earlier this season when it was clear Mitch just wasn't getting it done. And now it's revealed that he would have gone back to Kenny after Mason's performance against the Bengals, if we believe what Pickett just said. Do you agree that 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 Tomlin has 
to put it kindly, mismanage the quarterback situation since Ben left? I think, first of all, it's difficult to come up with a successor to a guy who's going to be a Hall of Famer. Uh, but yes, I think overall, you know, the drafting of Kenny Pickett has been debated back and forth whether or not it was a good pick or not. Yeah, I forgot about that. It all started with the drafting of Pickett. But I also think it's, you know, How about sign, the signing, signing of Trubisky, Trubisky that, twice. That, that I, I mentioned, mean, yes. It's one he thing is, to give him one deal. It, but he has not a lot to choose from no, either, it, maybe. But also... It, but it's it, his, his own doing. Right. But also, if you go back, I would have gotten Trubisky out of those games earlier. I might have been able to win a game more uh, and put a, put them in a better position had I done it. Uh, but he was willing to stick with him, even though the performance wasn't that good. And he only, when ha when he absolutely had to, went to Mason Rudolph. Regardless of how we all felt about any of these things at the time, time has proven, or at least is leaning in the direction of, it was a mistake to draft Pickett when they did. It was a mistake to bring in Trubisky. It was a mistake to not have a competition in camp. It may have been a mistake to go to Pickett when he did. It was a mistake to bring Trubisky back it was a mistake not to go to Mason at any point, and it would have been a mistake to go back to Pickett. Other than that, he's batting a thousand. He's been great. Pick it up, Sean. Don't call me Seth Myers. So, if there's any other questions about that, um, I feel like I answered it pretty good there. If there's anything else? Is there any Baltimore questions that we get on the Baltimore? So, you never had any say in whether you wanted to be the two. No, I feel like I answered very clearly there. I was, you know, was going to start and play, or if they didn't think I was good enough to, to do that, healthy enough, I was going to be the three and not trust. Where's your health doctor? Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, he wasn't very clear on that. How well, much How much say did he have? Well, he didn't answer that. He's saying he didn't have any, that it was a coach's decision, didn't feel like he was healthy enough to play. That was yeah, my interpretation. The, the interpretation is that, that, hey, that was their decision, not mine. And if I wasn't going to be healthy enough, they, they were going to not trust me. If, well, if they thought the I thing. was healthy enough, they would have started Every, me. If they didn't think I was healthy enough, I wasn't going to play in the game. Follow-up question. Why were you medically cleared on Thursday then? That's two days before the game. Were you healthy enough to play in your estimation? And he probably said yes in his estimation. He said that last week. Because he said that during the week. Right. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But those – those guys all say they're ready to play. Right. Guys Even though he was legitimately medically cleared to play. Oh, was it Thursday it was, or Friday? It was Thursday. It was Thursday. 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 late in the week. It was Thursday after practice. So, so leaves, again, if he was if but, he was a legit. But on a Friday, they don't do much, and they I know. fly Saturday early. I hear that. So you could still dress as the emergency. Well, that's that would have been my question. How come no dressing as the emergency quarterback? We can all agree. No, I forgot what I was going to ask. Now I'm pulling pages out of the Crowley book. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, Percentage-wise, I mean, I'm good enough to, to do what I need to do to play if, if need be. What do you make of the decision to start Mason against Baltimore and, and for you to be the number two? Yeah, as a competitor, you want the ball. I want the ball in the most crucial situations of the game. I want the ball in the biggest games of the season, and this is what you work for. This is what you do. But, um, you know, one man's misfortune is another, another man's opportunity. So Mason played well when he got in there. Um, I have a ton of respect for Mason and everything he's done and, and what our team has been doing. Um, so now my job that I'm back healthy is to, is to be the backup. If something happens, if he goes down, um, be ready to go and continue to support him the way I've been. What was the conversation? So we can agree, I hope, on this, that if he had done more with his 24 starts, there would have been no question that uh, he'd be the starter this week. I would agree. Correct? I would agree, <clears throat> yes. I think that's part of the equation. No doubt. I mean, that's the biggest part. <laughs> to me, yeah, it's bigger that, than health. That's the biggest part.
because even last week, if he was clearly the guy, he could have woken up Saturday morning and said, I'm ready to play, and he would have played. Mm-hmm. Ben would have, right? They would have had Ben. They would have. If, I use C.J. Stroud as an example. If you know you have your guy and you know you're going to have trouble winning without him and he's clearly entrenched, you wait until the last possible minute to see if he can play. And if he's cer- certainly if he's medically cleared two days before a game, he's in. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm glad right that we can agree. Uh, coach, about the decision that was made. It was tough. Early on, there really wasn't many conversations. It was very much a day-by-day, week-by-week thing in terms of what was happening. Um, you know, if Mason did not play well, I feel like I would have had to go in there, um, you know, earlier than they would have wanted me to. And that's just the truth of the situation. So, um, you know, he played well. They felt, you know, where I was at in my recovery. They didn't want to push it and try for me to, to, to suit up and have to get thrown in there. Um, so that's why I didn't suit. Wait a second. I'm not sure I understood that. So he's now saying, basically, if Mason hadn't played well against Cincy, they would have been more compelled to play me. If he was, if if they thought he was healthy, yes. What I heard was health or not, they would have been more compelled to play me against Seattle. Go back to that one, yeah, Sean. I think I got to listen to that one again. It was tough. Early on, there really wasn't many conversations. It was very much a day-by-day, week-by-week thing in terms of what was happening. Um, you know, if Mason did not play well, I feel like I would have had to go in there, um, you know, earlier than they would have wanted me to. And that's just the truth of the situation. So, um, you know, he played well. They felt, you know, where I was at in my recovery, they didn't want to push it and try for me to, to, to suit up and have to get thrown in there. Um, so that's why I didn't suit. So because Mason played well, they That's didn't, what I told they, you at the they beginning didn't of turn to me. broadcast because right. they did not want to rush him in there after having not played over a month. But he's clearly saying there, uh, I would have had to go in there earlier if Mason wasn't playing well. So, so he was. If Mason would have stunk against Cincinnati, would Kenny have been healthy enough to play against Seattle? He's saying clearly yes. He's saying even, yes. even if they thought I was compromised, but, but they af- would have put me in there. But it afforded them the luxury of not doing it, and that's what they chose to do. I don't think there's anything beyond that. It's pretty obvious. I do. He's saying if Mason hadn't played well, I would have played, basically. And he would have played and not he would have played, 100%. But, but he, okay, but he wasn't even the backup, and he w- didn't even dress as emergency. I'm getting tired of this. Go ahead, Sean. <laughs> hey, what have you seen the 11-person view of the offense? The last couple of weeks. Yeah, just removed from it. Um, you know, when we were running the football and we're balanced attack, we're tough to stop. Like I've been preaching all year, so it's it's great to see that. Um, you know, from this from the side standpoint in the meeting rooms and, and being involved in the game plans like I was when I was playing. So it's awesome to see. I guess what I meant by that was either you're healthy enough and they deem you healthy enough to play, or not under any circumstance. He what he said before was, I would have played if Mason hadn't played well. So clearly it wasn't about health and circumstance. It was about Mason playing well. Then why wasn't he the backup? Because that's I, what I'm that's saying. That's what I told you at the start here. They had an opportunity to not risk it with him and the surgery that he had, and they wanted to make sure that he would get the benefit as much time as possible. I and hear they that. they had the but, luxury. But that's your answer. But they didn't have the luxury to use Mitch as a backup. He's saying I would have played. If they needed me, and that's I would have played. Who, that's a guy who's saying I'll play despite not being 100% which is typical of most of these guys. But I think they decided it was better for them as a, as a team and for his health and future not to risk that now. They didn't have to because they had a quarterback playing well. 
Not a second quarterback playing well. (laughs) So what if what if Mason goes down in that game? I mean, in other words, did they go into that game giving themselves the best chance to win? So in other words, you're saying if he's my best option beyond uh, Rudolph, then he should be the backup. He's saying I I would have played. I would have played no matter the circumstance if Mason well, hadn't played well the week before. You can debate that all you want. I, I, I would mean, have started the game. To my, so I would answer, well, then why weren't you the backup? If if we're talking, right, if you were question. available in a desperate a, situation, it, it would have been pretty desperate if I Mason think went down. If you had asked me on Friday, and I, in fact, I mentioned this on one of our shows, that based on how the week had gone, that Kenny Pickett would be the backup. I was surprised that he wasn't. So was so am I now. No, I didn't expect him were. to start, but I did expect him to be the backup. A more and, and and this just lends credence to that because to to whittle it all down, to boil it all down. I would have been available in a desperate situation. And to me, a desperate situation would have been season on the line and we got to turn to Mitch because Mason just got hit in the knee. But he wasn't there. Weird. Ron? Yeah, I mean, I guess the question is, would you rather have a healthy Trubisky who got more practice work during the week than a a somewhat compromised picket? That's the question. I'd rather have Pickett on crutches than Trubisky at this point. <laughs> okay. That Trubisky train's not only yeah, off the we, track. We got to find it is out completely, old Trubisky train. The hazmat units there trying to put out the fire. <laughs> that train has left the station, Sean. All right, please go ahead. Kenny, what's clicking? You think why? Why are things clicking now? The balance. What I just said, really. Just the, you know, you run the ball for two hundred yards, you're going to open up the, the play action game. You're going to get guys one on one, which is what we're doing. Kenny, do you need to take? That's such a bowl. I mean, how about throwing the ball down the field and having George Pickens be a part of the offense? There's no doubt running the ball was a factor. They do like that balance. But Rudolph runs a different offense, at least throws it down the field. See, that's the one thing I love about him. Uh, And Mike Tomlin uses these words, and if you analyze the words, this is what he's getting, calculated risk throws. Right. That and he means, hasn't thrown that an interception means you in don't games. want to throw an interception, but when there are calculated risks involved, you'll take it, meaning one-on-one, and that's what he does that Kenny Pickett hasn't the, been doing. The story in that bless answer. The, God bless you, Ron. Was that a sneeze? Was that, that an actual sneeze? No, but Joe, Joe said even coughs deserve I've taken that to you. coughs and sometimes burps, Bob, because those go How largely unrecognized. Un- un- <laughs> 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 could be, yes. Uh, the story of that answer, and it's become a story, and your guy Chris Hoke, I thought was spectacular in the post game, is that he'll be our guy on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Is that nobody? Ins- by the way, it's fun to watch a game with him. It's really no, interesting. It's we, fun we get to break into one it. down yeah, too. He's he's passionate and knowledgeable. Nobody in that room seems to be stepping up willingly and saying the difference very clearly. Is the quarterback play. You know, now, I, noticed... I, don't, I don't expect the backup quarterback now, Pickett, no. to say that necessarily, but that's the truth. And here's what your guy Chris Hoke said on Sunday, because you asked him. I asked him this, yes. And he said, first he came out. You guys were talking about, what's the difference in the offense? You know, like it's a mystery. And he said, everybody's dodging the question, Hokey said. Who's the spark? What's the spark? It's Mason Rudolph. Nobody will say it. You jumped in, Bob Pompiani. And you look great the other day, Bob, I might add. Well, thank you, John. A wonderful suit. You jumped in and said, why? Meaning, why won't anybody say right. it? That doesn't mean you agreed with it. No, you were asking I, him, why? why do you think nobody will say it? And Hokey said, because Kenny's the number one draft pick. 
Kenny's the starter all year. There are relationships there. Nobody wants to put it out there, but the reality is Mason has come in here and doubled the point production. I think DK wrote about something like this. You go through the locker room, nobody's just going to say, it's Mason. It's obvious. The difference is obvious. But I think they feel that way. Absolutely. Then why won't they say it? Because they don't want to hurt the other guy's feelings. He's the number one pick. And he had been their quarterback. This is pro football. There's no I, feeling. Hurters. I understand, but they're not going to. But I think they truly, they have to truly believe more in Mason than they did in Pickett. It, and it, I think that is some of the wide receivers' problems this year. Yes. Maybe it wasn't everybody. Oh, it's directed at Canada. Maybe it was directed at the quarterback. Maybe. I believe it was directed at the quarterback every bit as much Maybe. as the quarterback. Maybe, although the other quarterback had his best game ever the second Canada left the premises, I understand too. that, but not like these last two. No. They've all had their best game since that guy was gone. But, yeah, the quarterback play. Let's go back to that question. I mean, I wish we had some sort of translator or something that could have Kenny Pickett scream at the top of his lungs, it's the quarterback. He's He played better than I did. But here's a clear question. So it's, it's great to see that, um, you know, from the, from the side standpoint in the meeting rooms and, and being involved in the game plans like I was when I was playing. So it's awesome to see. Kenny, what's clicking, you think? Why, why are things clicking now? The balance, what I just said, really. Just the, you know, you run the ball for 200 yards, you're going to open up the, the play action game, and you're going to get guys one-on-one, which is what we're doing. Kenny, do you need to take two reps? <clears throat> but, but here's something that should be noted. During Kenny Pickett's starting games this year, they had four that went over 150 yards rushing. I was rushing. just going to note that, Four Bob. of them. Yes. And so they had those same single-man opportunities the down the field. passing game never looked like that. And the like, passing right. game never looked the way it looks now. A wonderful point, Bob, and I agree with every half syllable you just said. So does Ron. And I was just going to say it. They said they were on a historic rushing pace at a certain point this season. And if that's one of the reasons people want to say, well, you know, Mason's doing great because of that or he's doing great because Seattle's defense stinks – and Cincinnati is what they are. Well, the Steelers have also played crappy defenses and crappy teams a lot, and they haven't had quarterbacking like this. Go ahead, Sean. Don't call me Seth Myers. As one-on-one, which is what we're doing. Kenny, do you need to take team reps in practice to feel comfortable playing if you were to have to go on the field on, on Saturday? You'd like to, but, you know, at this point in the season, it's kind of tough to do that. Le- reps are limited. Um you know, like you said, being four weeks removed, you want to get reps to just get back into the swing of things. But where we're at right now, it's kind of hard to do that. In other words, if he were an entrenched starter, he wouldn't have needed reps last. When you have a quarterback, Ben didn't even practice on Wednesdays, for God's sakes. When you're the entrenched starter, you really don't need that many reps. He could have gotten a couple here and there, and that's what he's saying here. No, no, you don't need that many reps to be ready. No, I agree. I mean, he's not bad, though. I mean, obviously. Yeah, and, and that's the difference. Any, I think any it's a, entrenched starter at this point doesn't need tons of reps to get ready to play a football game. But if you're an entrenched starter, you hope to have more than six touchdown passes throughout the course of an entire season. Right. Also. We now know he wasn't an entrenched starter, not in the head coach's mind. Go ahead. 
Would you have needed team rep, would you have needed team reps to be the number two last week in, in Seattle? From a coaching standpoint, that's what they wanted me to get more reps, and they weren't comfortable with what I was looking like earlier in the week um, with where I was with my ankle to do that. Yeah, do you feel like the way Mason's been able to succeed over the last couple of weeks has bought you a little more recovery time? Uh, I mean, yes and no. It's like this thing's tough, man. You, you you can do things that guys that play at this level. You do things to get you through games. You know what to. You know, there's a process of getting through games um, where you're. Your health is not ideal, and there's things you can do to play. Um, so if that needed to be the case, I could do those things. Um, there was the, the trainers and coaches didn't see a point of me doing that if I was not starting. If, if, you're, if, you're the, out, if you were the guy, you'd play on one leg. Get out and get I think the needle. What, Ron? Get the needle out. Yeah, there are things they do. <laughs> exactly. Get the needle out. I mean, but I do think the, answer, the real answer to that question is, yeah, it helps me out because I don't have to go through that. So I'll be healthier now. That's the answer. And no, the real answer is I, I don't I said, don't need reps to play and I don't want to sit behind this guy. Get me in a game. Are you kidding me? But throughout the course of this, he, like everyone else, dating back to the postgame the other day, could have been a little bit more complimentary of Mason Rudolph, I thought. You know, it's it's not been brought up. You look at it, it's it's you know, sure it's it, it, if you run the ball well, there are gonna be opportunities, but guess what? It hadn't happened until now, so there's a reason why it's happening now. No, it definitely feels like everybody from Tomlin on down is tiptoeing around the fact that an offense that was dead for two and a half years is suddenly not just alive but thriving, and the one little tiny difference was the quarterback is different. Right. Not right? a little tiny difference, a big difference. <laughs> well, that's a sarcastic. Go. Kenny, what are some of the things that Mason did to support you, and what can you do Kind of help him yeah, the same. The same. I mean, listen, we, we have a great, great friendship. Truly, it's been two years with, with with Mitch and Mason, and it's been nothing but awesome coming in here every single day. Um, you know, sharing laughs, sharing memories. So, um, when I come to the sideline, when I would come to the sideline, we would talk, and now he comes to the sidelines, we talk. Uh, you know, I I don't over overdo it, overstep. You want to give him information, you don't want to give him too much where he's thinking. Um, you know, he bounces ideas off me, and I bounce them back, and it's a good relationship. Do we believe all that? Everything's kumbaya yeah, in there? Yeah, I do believe all yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, they've both been pretty consistent on saying that. Um, I mean, you can see them. But I would didn't they know- say it if it wasn't good? No, of course not. If they were winning, they probably were losing. They wouldn't even be asked that question. Um, you could see them. They all huddle during the, when the defense is on the field. I, I didn't notice Pickett as much as I noticed Trubisky the other day with Rudolph, but – you know, I always go back to Ben saying he didn't want people in his ear either. He wanted to figure things out himself and knew what he wanted to do. Now, clearly, he, he had an experience edge over Pickett and or Mason, even for that matter. Yeah. But he didn't want his head cluttered with. He didn't want this guy talking to him, this guy talking to him, and he would. You know, one guy he would lean on all the time was Josh Dobbs. He loved talking to Josh Dobbs, but right. Um, he he always said, "I don't want to have them." A constant banter in my ear. Um, I would have to believe there's certainly a competitive tension in there. I think it's much easier when there's a clear-cut number one guy, and there no longer is. And that would that to me has the potential to change the dynamic in there. Very easy for me to be friendly with the guy who's my backup. Maybe a little less easy when he's taken my job. Right. I could be wrong. No, I think that's fair. It could be wonderful. Everybody could be getting along great. Uh, but things change in work, Bob, don't yeah, they? Yeah, but, but also, 
and that's fine. You understand that. Every one of those guys wants to play. They're all competitive. They have reasons to want to play. A lot of them are financially related to their careers moving forward. But there's nothing wrong with that healthy competition. I think if you have it and if you do it the right way and if you're honest about being positive about that relationship, it can help both people and all three people. I, I don't have a problem. I think that's good. I think I'd want that, especially since I don't think they have an established starter right now as their, as their franchise quarterback. Don't call me. Go ahead. I'm sure it's frustrating. Do you feel in any way that you lost your starting job? Um, no, listen, like I just said, it was Good one man's misfortune, another opportunity. You know, he, he came in, he's playing well, and, and that's what they're, they're going to roll with him. So um, we'll see how it plays out. I got to be ready to go in case, you know, we have to, you know, whatever it takes to get to the playoffs. That's really, it's all hands on deck. So um, I'll be ready to go if need be. Good question right there. Short, direct to the point. Did you lose your job? Wow. I think the answer... Based on what he said, he knows that for now he has. Yes. And, uh -huh. and that's okay. For what the coach said, yes. It's he's a gonna, short answer. Yeah, I did. There's, there's not him. too much room for misinterpretation there. And I know he has to sort of probably finesse that. He doesn't necessarily have to. Yeah, I did. Maybe, I got, may, I got maybe, hurt. maybe, uh, it followed. was a break for the other guy and he took advantage of it. When's the next time we see Kenny Pickett start a game? I'm going to say uh, opening day next season. Hmm. That's a, that's a really good question. Is never even in the conversation? No. Okay. No. I think he's back next year. Yeah, I, I just I don't know how it's going to work out in the off season. I think they still want him to be the guy. They I think selected he's back number next one. year too, but I'm not necessarily and, as the starter. Well, that's what I think. I think in a fair if this if Mason has another good game, even if they don't get into the playoffs, but he has another good game, how could you ignore three? Huge must wins, but he may not be here though next year. But that's though. his choice. But I'm saying if he is, you're just going to ignore that and go back to where you it was. You can't. If Mason was going to leave Pittsburgh, and I realize he probably, well, he definitely has more leverage now out there. But if it was ever true that he felt disrespected and and you know I'm never going to get a chance here and screw these guys, I can finally leave. If Kabali is right in his reporting that he had chances to leave, he didn't leave after last year. He came back to this situation. But I don't think the offers would have been any different, you know. And well, Kabali argued that it was guaranteed money here and not somewhere else. That he could have come gone to compete for a number two job, not got it lost, that got cut, got cut, and proving got nothing, proving that if the conditions are right here, the idea that Mason Rudolph thinks he got screwed over and would never play for right. the Steelers it comes down to was, money. Was I'm wrong. Telling you, it right. comes down to right. money. And I would say opportunity. An opportunity. There is an opportunity still. There's opportunity. Yeah, but when he came back last year, there was an opportunity. No, but this offseason would be different. Okay. His decision to come back here would be predicated. Nobody gave him the chance to start. Right. That was different. This is totally different. If he was he coming ends off up, a year when he didn't take a snap. Right, which is why this is right. different. Now he's put himself in a position to be in that conversation legitimately, and they should make sure that they leave no stone unturned. The other thing riding on this is a head and shoulders commercial. Big time money. If this dude does it and continues to do it, he'll be on with Troy, Tiny Troy, and they'll be talking about hair issues because he's got a great, great I, head I've of hair. I've seen some people out there uh, tweet out what that do you there's. Mean he's got a great head of hair. He does, Ron. Mason doesn't, Rudolph pick does. doesn't pick it? It's more, uh, his is more controlled. It's thick. It has, it has what head God, and shoulders. You guys are wants. evaluating hair here. I'm just I think, I think Rudolph's hair is superior. <laughs> Kenny has, a, has an interesting style. Yeah. He's got with a his mane hair. of hair. A mane of hair. Yeah, it's more like Chris Letang. When he yeah. bends over, he can shoosh it back, and it just, you know, in slow motion, looks great. Right.
Now I forgot what I was going to say again. <laughs> well, I think that no, you, I'm talking about coming back for that, opportunities. What you know, you you can have a you can have an open competition. And you Kenny said the has next, to be okay oh, with that. Oh, people who have, you know, uh, registered the opinion that there's nothing to see here. It's just a simple fact of, hey, a guy got hurt, another guy came in and played well, now they're right. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.